Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Please note that this episode contains depictions of self-harm and suicide. For something a little less heavy, please feel free to check out one of our other episodes. Frozen, Frozen, Heroes, gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, Heroes, gonna tell you about comic books, costumes, facts, and other stuff. In this week's issue, Mr. Miracle, part two. Welcome into Bros, Foes, and Heroes. I'm Zach, joined as always by the miraculous one. Oh, there, I got boy. it right this time. Man. Uh, Mr. Mike. It seems like uh, you're really uh, over-promising, and I'm going to under-deliver. Well, last week I had problems saying it, and I think I, I said that. that you were without mackerel. You know, I love this this coffee cup I have. Yeah. Um, I stole it from my wife. Um, it and has, that's why you love it? Well, no, because the lid, fits, the lid fits very tight, mm-hmm. right? Because on the on the, the Yetis or whatever, they don't always fit so tight. No, that is true. Some of them They kind of fall off. And so I like this one because it fits really tight. And then it's got this cool little leather thing, you know, oh, that yeah. you hold it with. And it, it provides a grip because, again, the Yeti ones, they're very slippery. No, that is true. This one, I yeah. have a, an old Arctic one yeah. that is the Yeti kind of clone. And, yeah, it is very. My, my point here was, though, that this was given to her by a tax firm, mm-hmm. right? As congratulations for uh, graduating gra- graduating a leadership class. Okay, I thought right? you was going to say like, "Hey, congrats on taxes." I, I I'm assuming they have some money. Oh yeah, probably. Right? Why are they giving out polar camels? That's the name of this one. It's a, it's a polar camel. Here's the thing. Polar camel just might have had a better deal on the leather wrap. Oh, I'm sure they. That. Yeah, it says something. I'm afraid I'm going to pour it right in my. And so Mike is honestly holding the yeah. glass above his head as he's trying to read the bottom it says, of it. China, do not microwave. That's a good. That's a do good not point. Mi- Don't I, microwave so, China. I, well, no, uh, the country nor the hand uh, wash only. Uh, the dishware. Um, I made the mistake. Oh shit! This says hand wash only. I do nothing but put it through the dishwasher. You I just realized no that. I love yeah. how we had that realization yeah. right here on the show. No idea. There you go. You're welcome. Yeah. I'm glad that I could help you out. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, now you're going to hand wash that, right? No, you're still nope. going to go through the dishwasher. Nope. Um, we are carrying... I'm just going to go to the tax firm and ask for another one when this one <laughs> hey, wears out. Hey, listen, I've been paying my taxes. Can I, you can give me another one of those? You please. gave me one a couple years ago. I thought this was going to be like every year I, I pay my I'm, taxes. I think I'm attributed some pretty good leadership skills. If you can go ahead and give that to me, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, we are going to pick up where we left off with the last one. Again, it's kind of the theme for the entire month, and that is... 2017's Mr. Miracle by Tom King and uh, Mitch Jarrods. And we are covering issues four, five, and six today, which will bring us up through the halfway point of our story. Big old Berta on this cover. Berta. Berta. Berta makes me think of uh, Berto from the Mario games. You remember like the Super Uh, Mario Brothers 2? No, okay. You remember the second Mario game for NES? Sure. 
the yeah, I love how you said sure. Like you, no, I do uh, okay, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, the the pink dinosaur that shot eggs out. Mm. His name is Berto. Oh, okay. Um, also, no, I did say I had an NES. No, I know, I know. Just sometimes when people I say, got it from, sure, I got just, it. From, I can tell you where I got it. The I whole believe thing, you. No, I got no, it no. from Target. Okay. And the reason I bought it from Target is it because they were sold out of it somewhere else. Nope. Oh. It's because no, they weren't sold out of them at the time. The NES was easy to get at one time, right? <laughs> right. But well, there was the video game crash in '85. Sure. So. Sure. So uh, I'm talking NES was what like '86, '87. It was a couple of years. It was right yeah, after it that. It was right after. It's that. the first one that kind of yeah. But the reason I bought it at Target is because they didn't question returns. And so at the time, I was working at video stores because that's what I grew up in, uh, grew up working in. And uh, we had a shrink wrap machine. And so I'd play the game till I finished it. I'd shrink wrap it, take it back, and trade it in for another game. Okay. Yeah, that was, that was my NES experience. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and oh. I, was, I was running a beta-only store at the time. Yeah. Fish? Yeah, the only beta fish, that's it. And we couldn't even put them next to each other. It was terrible. They'd fight. Um, yeah, it was video, you know, beta videos. Yeah. So nobody was coming in that damn store, you know? So, you just so I just Blade? sat there and played Moto, Moto what is it, Motocross, uh, Moto Rider? Excite Bike. Excite Bike. I played Excite Bike a lot. Yeah. And then some Mario. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I was very excited when Mario 2 came so, out. Okay, so the Mario 3 was probably my favorite. That is my favorite, yeah. too. So yeah. I've talked Well, with the exception of the, the 64 version okay that see, one's really good yes the 64 one is really good my grandma and i played the third one together mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. so that's my favorite one too with the different worlds yeah. and the yeah like there's you know different cheats on that's the one with the little map the, right the, yeah, 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 yeah yeah and you would yeah. run into the mm -hmm. hammer bros randomly yeah, on there yeah. um but no so birdo is the pink dinosaur from the second one i miss those simplistic consoles and games see, well you know? okay so the switch is kind of like that is but it? i will tell you that um, one of the more recent Mario games I played, it is platformery still, mm. but it's either me being older or it is tougher mm. now. Uh, but it's fun still. I like 2D and stuff. And it's it I is so, it was... so it's still like it's the 3D character, but it's still like 2D in like the platform. Like you're not in a 3D world on some of them. My... They did remake um, the Super Mario RPG from the Super Nintendo a couple yeah. months ago. You're never like, gonna I'm... you're never gonna see me play an RPG. Just won't happen ever. Nope. No, okay. Don't care. You can't, no, there has to be. I don't want to talk to a mage. On. I don't want to have to no, 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 find no. a health pack. But here's the thing. That's just not, uh, RPGs aren't always involving. Like you can have like a modern RPG or a. Yeah. So you have to visit a politician rather than a mage well, or yeah, something. But, um, yeah, but things, it's the same concept. It's the same kind of mechanics. It's just a role playing game. Mm -hmm. Have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? I played it one time when I was a kid. Did you not like I, it? I guess I didn't because I never played it again. It's the same thing with Risk. You I, don't like Risk? No. F no. That takes like nine hours. Well, aside from it being long. Plus it's depressing. Which is you I'm gonna nuke the rest of the world or whatever. You know? Only if you want to. I mean Well, well yeah. I guess kind of the in risk you have to. <laughs> that is the goal is to take over the risk of risk. No, I you know, Matthew or the rest, the rest of the map. Matthew that works here, he yeah. loves risk. Yeah. Loves it, but yeah. plays it online. I didn't realize it was an online thing. Yeah, I know, like a lot of people on Steam and stuff play it. Yeah. And he says it's fast now. Yeah, well, because I think because it's all on computer, like you don't have to wait to like, let me draw this card. Let me lean over and move my, you know, like it's just all very automated. Is that That's a what duck I think. call? That's what I think of it. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a duck call. That's what I think. That's all right. It. I'm, we're going to move on past that. Um, oh, I will tell you this last piece. My favorite you... video games. Can I tell you real quick? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. But I said I love 2D. Yeah. Ghosts and Goblins. Okay. That game's tough. Ghouls and Goblins, Ghosts and Goblins, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, I love that game. Okay. 
Contra. Oh, that oh, game's tough too. Contra. That's uh, where the Konami codes from. There are a lot of lights. You know, you know about the Konami yeah, yeah, yeah. code. Well, up, down, left, right, well, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But it, it was left in there on accident yeah. because it's the testing code. Like the game was yeah, so yeah, tough yeah. for yeah. The, them to test and yeah. play through that they added it so that the actual like you know programmers testing it could mm -hmm. play through and they forgot to take it out and so that's how they joust. Oh, that's okay. What? Nothing. Say it. I'm just. What's like, wrong with joust? There's nothing wrong with joust. You got to flap a lot. Yeah, you're flying on an ostrich. Yeah, uh, in hell each other. or whatever. Yeah, it is. I've never yeah. understood it's, the landscape. It's a, it's a of it. terrible trying to pop balloons. Yeah, it's a terrible. It's, world. I mean, it's good. Uh, Think about if you it's, lived. It's in an that. arcade classic. What if you lived in any of those worlds? You know, um, like like you had to pop balloons on the back of an ostrich. That well, just doesn't seem like a place yeah, I want to like, live. Like we play Mario, but, like, but maybe you don't know any different. That's true. Well, if you know? that's what you're used to, yeah, that's all you know. Yeah, I gotta get these balloons popped. Yeah, I, you gotta let me go, man. I gotta get these balloons we popped pop by five, <laughs> or else I don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't know what um, happened. It's like the guy in Lost. If I don't push the button, but what exactly? Happens? Yeah. Uh, oh, we <laughs> talked about uh, this is gonna be the end of this tangent, but it's brought me up. Uh, to start off, we talked about. Uh, I was never a Golden Eye fan. Are we talking about Friend sixty four? Dude, yeah. okay, I, I played know. it back then, I and I loved it then. I know that puts me in a different and category. And the pause music is yeah. awesome. Still, you ever seen the videos where the guy came up with the? Yeah, pause music? I love yeah. that. Uh, but <laughs> I, they also like re whatever you call that re uh, when you remake something. Rescrewed it up. They repurposed it. Uh, mm. I can't think of the word. Uh, Reboot? They remade, but also, yeah, uh, for like the Xbox and stuff like that. And I played it, and it's cool now that if I can use the, uh, you know, current day controllers, but mm -hmm. like plugging up the N64 and booting mm -hmm. it up, it is tough, and I don't know how I played it. Mm -hmm. It is not fun to play on the old 64 It anymore. is hard. It was a very hard game, and I didn't like it because it was just so much to it. Same deal with like Resident Evil. I didn't like it because you were not always going forward. Oh, yeah. That's what I didn't like. I, I don't. I want simple mechanics. I got you. Tecmo Bowl, I'll take I it. Love Thank Tecmo you very Bowl. much. All right, so that was our video game talk. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, let's Come back ahead. and see us again next week. Let's go ahead and dive back into uh, Mr. Miracle again. Issues four, five, and six today. Sure, you don't want to um, talk about like playing cards or something. No, I mean for we, we got to save something for the okay. rest of the month. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, just a kind of quick overlap to I guess catch you up if you haven't. Um, essentially. New Genesis and Apocalypse are at war. Uh, Orion, who is now the ruler of New Genesis, has gone crazy. I mm -hmm. think it's kind of safe to say, mm -hmm. mad with power. Mm -hmm. um, Scott, That's perfect. Scott, who is our main character, Mister Miracle here. There's obviously something wrong with him uh, inside. Like yeah. we all have problems yeah, with, sure. uh, you know, whether it be there, there's something he's dealing with either mentally or he thinks here that. Maybe Darkseid has infected him. Like mm -hmm. this, there's a reason why I'm making these choices of self harm, or I'm forgetting these things, or I'm, yeah. you know, things don't appear to be as they are. It's not because of my mental health and stuff. Like it's got to be because Darkseid did mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. There's a disconnect between the two of them there. And we ended the last issue with Orion just beating uh, Scott senseless while telling him that to look upon his face for he is the face of God as he's kind of full on entered uh, crazy person mode. Aside from that, um, they killed Granny Goodness mm -hmm. and um, Oberon's been dead. We, you mm -hmm. know, we, we found, we found out about that the out too. Cancer. Exactly. Hey, you know, the, the mental health thing you were talking about, that's very poignant. Uh, in the fact that uh, we do often like blame all the outside stuff. Mm -hmm. It's never us, uh -huh. you know, and, and, so and that's, that's very poignant. Well, that's what uh, about this whole thing when I try to explain to this and I can tell you issue five. Um, 
there's a lot of issues uh, in parts of this book that kind of get to me. And issue yeah, sure. five is one of them that does. But one of the things that is very poignant about this whole thing when I tell somebody about it is, you know, usually they don't know about Mr. Miracle. So it's kind of hard to explain and be like, oh, yeah, no, his superpowers, he escapes everything. Mm -hmm. But there's something that's just so poignant and not lost on me on the fact of he's a super escape artist who can't escape his own demons. Sure. Kind of in a way. Sure. Like, even yeah. though he can get away from everything, yeah. he can't get away from no, that. That's a, that's, and it's that's just a, nice kind of, you know. Yeah. Um, so we will open up issue four. Well, it, with, brings that, it brings that superhero world into the real world. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and speaking of into the real world, I do love a lot of these real world scenes between Scott and Barda. It's a nice mm -hmm. little bit of humor, but also kind of humanizing moment for all of this. Mm -hmm. So we pick up an issue four where they are back at their apartment on Earth. And you can see that it looks like Bart has been taking care of Scott. He's got bandages all over his face. He yeah. still has his wrist wraps still up, too. Wrist wraps, yeah. So it's, you know, not too. We're still probably just a couple months removed from the start of the book. Yeah. He looks rough. He does look rough. And all we just hear is, again, uh, I'll bring it up. It's the Kirby yeah. uh, dialogue from the previous uh, that match up with. So this is issue four of 2017's run. Mm -hmm. The starting text here you can find in issue four of 1971's run. Just oh, wow. taken verbatim. Okay. And it just kind of sets the scenes a lot of way and sometimes makes it seem out of place or even fits and frames very well. And it's all just really cool. But we start the scene where, as we said, Scott looks like he's been through the ringer. And all of a sudden, Bart is angry. We don't know what's – oh, we hear a boom, like a boom tube mm -hmm. has gone up. Somebody's arrived at their – apartment Barda is angry and we just hear walk away Barda walk away like she's yelling at whoever mm -hmm. has shown up there Scott realizes uh somebody's here because he mm -hmm. hears I am here as the voice of high father mm -hmm. and he's realizing it's light ray what does he want and he kind of gets up and gets out of bed to go Frickin see light ray. exactly to go see what he wants here's another thing we talk about yeah. it he's wearing a green lantern, green lantern t-shirt here yeah um the green Green Lantern. The green Green Lantern. Yeah, not thank the, you very Not much. the yellow lantern. No. Um, he just kind of shows up, though, and he's like, hey, Light Ray, you know, like, what's up? Because mm -hmm. he's just – the ridiculous of it all, I think, is not lost on Scott. And he's yeah. just – while Bart is pissed off that they're, you know, already there for whatever it is, Scott's just kind of like, yeah, of course this would happen. All right, what do you want? I'm going to get me some coffee. Like, he's just not phased by this at all. And Light Ray tells him, uh, General Free, it is now declared that you are an agent of Darkseid, an enemy of the free and proud people of New Genesis. And after Light Ray tells him that, there's just a panel of like him blankly staring at Light Ray and he just goes like, cool, I'm going to get coffee. Mm. Just like, all right, this is what it is. Barda just smacks Light Ray upside the head. And, you know, Light Ray is just like, hey, I'm just a member of the high family. I'm, you know, uh, as a member of the high family, General Free has the choice of execution or a trial. That's, you know, those are your two choices here. Mm -hmm. And Barda just keeps after everything, you know, he says. She's just like, damn it, Light Ray. He's not an agent of Dark Side. She's just like, you know, she's upset at him mm -hmm. for even coming there and doing that. Yeah. And Scott, uh, in a nice little joke, I think, too, especially after we got the last panel of um, Orion going on and on about, you know, mm -hmm. look at the face of God. Mm -hmm. Scott's just casually pouring, you know, coffee into his coffee mug that shows I am God as he just, it, it's just like mm -hmm. as, as serious as Orion takes this, Scott is the complete opposite about all of it. Yeah. Um, but he tells him essentially like, yeah, I'll take a trial. That's fine. And he's like, uh, he tells him, can we just do it here? Like, I don't want to have to go to new Genesis. Yeah, 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 he's sure. like, I got a show tomorrow. Yeah. On. He's like, Let's he's go. like, I got things to do here. I'm waiting on a delivery. Like, yeah. and, uh, light Ray's just like, you know, it's your choice. Uh, 
you have that privilege. Uh, and then Barter just smacks him again. And I do love the... Uh, and she's not just smacking him. She is punching the she is mess punching out of him. punching the crap out of him. Uh, and yeah. she kind of... Bloody nose. She kind of gets him one in the stomach and oh, he yeah. doubles over. And he says, you little... And it's just the expletive, but yeah. we can only assume. Yeah. Uh, and that is when, obviously, she kicks it into another gear and tells him to say it again. As you uh, see, her fists are now just bloody. She's she looks just a, little, a little pissed. Yeah, rightfully so. Just a little. Uh, we leave that to then see the two of them are just kind of sitting on the couch as they're watching TV. It's obviously nighttime. It's obviously nighttime. And like, they're just sitting there asking, and it's another very funny, just kind of human moment in this. And she's like, how many people do you think will be here for this trial? And he's like, I don't know. Uh, Orion, light ray's going to be there, a mm -hmm. security guard like you and me. And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, well, maybe I'll run to the store and I'll get a veggie tray or something. <laughs> like that's, yeah, she goes. Uh, uh, it's, she, she goes from being so pissed to, to be well, like, we got to uh, do something tray. for the folks that are coming over. Yeah. Uh, we get a, like they're watching the Godfrey again, who's the late night show host. And it's, mm -hmm. a, you know, so the president's got himself in quite a tight bind. Tight bind. Yes, indeed. It's like written like that Carson stuff. And I kind of like that. I think it's safe to say that, you know, to get out of this, he doesn't need a miracle. He needs Mr. Miracle. Oh, and it's just showing boy. like they're making you know, corny little jokes mm -hmm. as he kind of falls mm -hmm. off. Then we see his next... Well, you also get another dark side is. We do get another dark side is yeah. of the impending doom that's kind of coming. Uh, we get Scott's next trick, which turns out to be him escaping uh, being in a barrel that was hit by a train. Mm. Another little tidbit, because again, we get references to the world around him without it. Oh, it's, yeah, they're Wayne, Wayne Enterprises yeah. for the train. Uh. So it's always nice little DC nods of yeah, where it cool. feels like this is happening in that same world. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But we're focusing just on Mr. Miracle. Yeah. Um, then we get the trial itself. Mm. And, and they Orion, had to go to New Genesis. Yeah, uh, no, they're doing it. Oh, they're doing it there. They're doing yeah. it there. That was oh, he I had see. the right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. The boom he, too. he was just like, hey, can we just do it here since I have that show yeah. and I'm waiting on a uh there's a funny thing. They're waiting on a delivery. It was brought up. Uh but so Orion uh boom tubes in, and as soon as Barda sees them, it's we got a veggie tray. And sure enough, <laughs> I love it's the picture of yeah. A lot of people got pissed about this. I think it's hilarious to try to use something to break up the tension that's in here. As silly as this. A lot of people got pissed about what? The about veggie, the veggie tray? tray? You'll see later. Yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. Come on. No, people are weird. Um, and people so pick the weirdest things to get outraged they are. about. I love like he's there. And as soon as Orion showed up, like uh, Scott's just like sitting or standing uh, and Orion's like, sit. He's like, all right, sitting. So it's just like a you know yeah. joke from earlier. Yeah. Um, Orion basically tells him like, all right, you know, the audience may also be seated. Uh, here's what we're going to do. What audience? Barda, Light Ray, and the security guy. <laughs> okay. That's all of them. It's the five of them for this trial. Mm. Because um, Orion informs them that, you know, I have to tell you, uh, where is this at? I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I'll just read. It is important to clarify at this point that though we are gods, even gods are bound by laws of the source. Do you not agree? And he's like, yeah, we're all bound by something is what he tells him. And he goes, yes, exactly that. He's like, and the laws of the source dictate that in a trial of good or of, of, of a God, the high father is responsible for appointing the accuser, the defender, and the judge. Well, given these laws, I appoint myself to the position of accuser, defender, and judge. Jeez. Right? What a turd. So, uh, and they just kind of accept that. Uh, and he's like, all right, let's go ahead and do this. He's like, shall we begin? And Scott, before they go, begin, goes, 
hold on, I'm going to get a carrot. And there's panels of him <laughs> getting up, walking over, taking a dip, taking a bite. Yeah. And he's like, okay. Like, I love just, that. Like, yeah. I love it because he just shows his absolute disgust for the whole thing. Exactly. Of like, yes, this is ridiculous. I'm going to do this. That, I'm going to eat a carrot. Exactly. He's like, yeah. you're judge, jury, and executioner. All right, let's go ahead and do this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he, I find it, I find it really uh, ridiculous that he has to wear a suit. Yeah. The whole time, right? Like, his well, little... I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I like to think that they just showed up from his gig, and then yeah. like and he's like, "Well, I don't have time to." Either that, yet. or they said, "This is a formal thing. And you have to wear, wear your suit. suit." Yeah, yeah. That's so, the way I took it. Yeah. So, um, you think that's a ranch? Yeah. No, it's got to be ranch. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Right. That's usually what Good. it's in most yeah. veggie trays. Yeah. Um, he tells him that, as we're all aware, <laughs> that Dark Side has the anti-life equation. Um, it would suggest at this point that the war continues in our own minds. Uh, where is he? Oh, he's like, he's just rambling on and on. And Bart is like, all right, where are you going with this? Like, we mm-hmm. aren't here to yeah. sit and listen yeah. to you gab yeah, yeah, and gab yeah. all day. And, uh, Orion goes, do I need to ask you to leave? And she goes, I'm just, and that's when Scott's like, Barta, it's a, like, let him have it. And yeah. She, fine. Sure. It's all, nobody wants to be there. They're just all kind of disgusted with it, are disgusted with it. And he says, every statement is either true or false. If, if it weren't, it wouldn't be a statement. General Free, I'm going to list a number of statements, and you will identify the statements as either true or false. Which there's always a little, there's already a little bit of fallacy in there. Yeah, no kidding, right? But he's just like, okay. And so the thing, something that's really well done while they're doing all this is when we have that distortion of reality of where you can't tell and it feels like Scott's off, we get that old kind of like, you know, VCR weird traction part. Yeah, you get the traction. And it's used very well throughout this whole scene of doing it. Tracking. And he tells him that, you know, I'm interested in beliefs. I'm not interested in your doubts. That's why I want to know just true or false. Hmm. And he's like, all right, we begin. You confess that you believe Darkseid had infected you. True or false? And he goes, true. He goes, all right. And that's while he's he's got a tracking issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's... And then he goes, you accuse the High Father of being similarly infected. Like when he was telling like, maybe he got to dad, maybe he got to you. Yeah. And he goes, true. And he goes, the high father is an agent of dark side. And he goes, I, I don't know. And he gets and that, really messed yeah, up. Yeah, when he has that doubt, yeah. it's like you can see like he's yeah. unaware. And he's yeah. like, again, your lack of knowledge will not save or con- or, uh, or condemn you. Only your beliefs can. Mm. So he you know, tries to restate it. And he's telling me, he's like, come on, how am I supposed to know if he was or not? And he goes, yeah. tell me what you believe. So we get this nice is that, little. Is that what you should be? Um, um, tried on your beliefs. That's what he's doing yeah, here. That's rough. So he goes. Then again, what do you believe? The High Father is an agent of Dark Side. True or false? And he goes, True. I don't know. Maybe true because yeah, he's just telling them. Sure. And then he goes, All right. So he's asked it again. The question again. And this time he just says true because mm-hmm. he knows what he's going for. He goes, mm-hmm. I'm an agent of Dark Side. True. Yeah, and he's messed up again. Yeah, and he's like, you can tell like it's kind of knocking. Scott yeah. off a bit and he yeah. goes, You are. And he says, False. And he goes, mm-hmm. An agent of Dark Side would deny being an agent. True. Mm-hmm. So an agent would also, like, you know, would try to make me, me think that it was me. True. Like he's basically painting him to a corner yeah. of where everything he goes, you know, and it comes back to around to where, therefore, you could be an agent of Dark Side. Yeah. True. Right. Like, and he's getting more and more frustrated. He's like the red scare. You can kind of tell yeah. on his face and he's just kind of losing it. And he goes, you killed Granny Goodness. And Scott says, false. Hmm. And he's like, all right, Big Barda killed Granny Goodness. True. And he's like, you saw Light, Real kill, or Light Ray kill Forager. True. 
uh, Forger deserved to die. And that's where he's like, I, I don't know. And then he gets yelled at again for, I don't want mm-hmm. your, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, about that time, we hear a ding again. I love that they have these moments to just kind of break up this super heavy tension between the two. And it's the doorbell goes off, and Bart is like, oh, it's the door. I got that. The delivery. And she just comes and throws the box down on their table. And she goes, I think it's that microphone for the machine. Yeah, okay. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just so mm-hmm. randomly. Yeah. And then we just go, it shows us close just the box. the box. Just the box. And then we go right back into the trial. Like, I love these beats of comedy mm-hmm. to kind of break mm-hmm. up the seriousness of yeah. it. So then he tells him, like, oh, Ryan. This- I wish they could do this in movies. Oh, right. You know? it's, so, it's so great. And he's yeah. just like, you know, this, all of this, it's a trap. Like, he tells him that. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like all of this mm-hmm. is. And he's like, I'm the high father, and you will dress me as such. And he tells him, I escape from traps. And then Bart is kind of getting ready, and she goes, say go, Scott. And we go. Like, they're getting ready mm-hmm. to kind of like, we're not going to have to deal with this. And then kind of light ray kind of builds up his little like inner his light ray. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, say go. It's kind of like a little threatening there. And Orion says, of course, it's a trap. Everything's a trap. We're all bound. Remember, Scott Free, we're all bound to something. And he uses what he told him earlier to come back to him. And kind of Scott hangs his head knowing that he used his own words against him. Yeah. And he's like, Scott, and he goes, my name's not Scott Free. And he goes, that's just what call, what Granny called me when I was little because I kept you know, getting out and running when she, after she hurt me. She'd capture me again and she'd <laughs> laugh and she'd call me Scott Free. And my name's not Mr. Miracle either. He's like telling him like, you know, that's just the name of this guy, the performer who I met here on earth. Yeah. Like I just took over his thing. He's just like my real name. I don't even know. Like I should have asked hi father, Mm. but he never gave me one and he was young and I never asked him. I don't know. And he's just like, he's having this moment. He's like, he didn't even give me a name. Why didn't he, you know, it's a very self, like he's having that moment, just realizing over him being called Scott free and thinking about his name for there for a moment. It was just a moment of realization. Exactly. And so you can just like, do not put in the dishwasher. Exactly. And so Scott just (laughs) kind of sinks and Orion uses that moment to just to kind of start asking questions again. So he's like, you hate our father, true or false? Well, obviously in this moment, like Scott's, he's like, true, fine. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you hate me. And he kind of turns and looks him dead in the eyes on that one and says, true. And he's like, you hate new Genesis. True. You hate apocalypse. True. You hate your career. True. Like he's just trying, Mm -hmm. you know, you hate your childhood. You hate your life. True. You hate yourself. True. You hate God. True. Like he's just going through all of this. And he's like, right now, all you feel is hate. You know, hate made you doubt my reign as high father. True. Hate made you accuse me of treason. True. Hate made everything or made you doubt everything. It made you escape everything. It hate made you kill yourself. True. Like he's just going on and on. He's like, you hate you. The anti-life equation is hate. True. You are the anti-life equation is what he finally says. And he's just like, I, I, and Scott snaps. Mm. Rightfully so. Just kind of like when you see somebody, like we've all been there, either the one ourselves or watching somebody else do it when they put the finger in somebody else's yeah. chest yeah. and they just keep poking and yeah. poking and poking until it's not enough yep. or until it's too much. Yep. And Scott lashes out and he does and he knocks around to the ground to the point of where you can see and I love the way that they draw it as you can see the general shock and fear in Orion's eyes mm-hmm. of not realizing like, oh shit, I did something. And then the realization of Scott, 
realizing that he acted out of character yeah. and it just crushing him right yeah. after that then yeah. too. We I mean, get the veggie tray though again. Well, he goes right into Barda's arms. Yeah, and too. he's just like, sobbing. He's just yeah, he's, he's broken. Like, yeah. Uh, we do have such a heavy moment, and again, I like it. The veggie tray just to kind of a little bit. Oh, Ryan goes over, grabs a carrot, eats it, and he goes. And I love the way they drew this too, because they make it look like he's he's doing such a hard thing. Yeah, like it's such a strain on him as he goes guilty. You were judged guilty, and he tells him. As I cannot contain you, Mr. Miracle, you will report to my throne in three days where I will perform your execution. And so we end as Scott is just like crying mm-hmm. in Barda's arms as everybody just kind of just leaves yeah. to set the scene. Yeah. And it's a very telling at the end of it's just Scott just goes, I can't because he's trying to tell her that mm-hmm. he can't escape. Mm-hmm. And just, I know. Yeah. And that's where it ends. Yeah. That is super it's, heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's and it sets up just this. So he is now gone from obviously something is wrong. Yeah. with him to now uh, being accused of. Well, now everything's wrong around him. Around you him. Know? Yeah, yeah, it's not just him now. Everything in life is wrong. It can't just be something that he can just be like, oh no no no, mm-hmm. it's it's something mm-hmm. else. This did it, or I can just put it off and not think about it. Oh, he has it. to confront it exactly. Yeah. I have the war to fight. Mm-hmm. I have this. Mm-hmm. No, now oh, yeah. you're going to die in three days because of this. I got to I got to go get in a barrel on exactly. train tracks. Whatever, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, uh, and so it brings us to something very real and very heavy for Scott. And oddly enough, uh, the perfect place to take a break. Mm. So when we come back, we'll wrap up with issues five and six of Mr. Miracle right here on Bros, Foes, and Heroes. Enjoy this word from Polar Camel. All right. Welcome back in. I know Mike always laughs when I do that. It's just because I kind of have no. to like get in a zone. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm I, and again, I'm not laughing at you. It's it's the process, and I do the same thing. Yeah. Like every single show that I do, I'm like, "Hey there, everybody!" Yeah. You know, and that kind of like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the buildup. It's like yeah. a, a sports reference. Pitchers well, with their wind up. You got to get that wind. Well, it's like there. taking a big breath before you breathe out. You know, yeah. I mean, you just you have to. Okay, I'm in this spot now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we're going up to wrap up our part two of Mr. Miracle covering issues five and six here to bring us to the halfway point. Uh, we just found out that Scott has been um, sentenced Convi- to execution yeah, yeah, sentenced. by his brother or, you know, his brother. His cousin. Quotes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is we get the first of kind of our there's a lot of Jack Kirby like Easter eggs through this. Mm-hmm. If you want to look through it. This one is very on the nose. It's very for oh, his actual, yeah. Yeah. Um, what we have here, and there's a lot of moments and a couple in this issue for sure of that kind of try that do some revisionist history in a way uh, when it comes to Jack Kirby and just things about him. Um, what we have here is Scott and Barda are essentially enjoying his last day on earth. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. The, that's what issue five is of them together. Sure. And there's a couple moments in this book that just kind of get to me. And one of them is this page here. It's the very first one. Um, and so they're at um, what is it? Uh, what is the square? The theater with the Walk of Fame and all the stars on there. Uh, Grauman's Chinese, Chinese theater. So that's yeah. the theater that's there, and they're standing on the walk, uh, like you know, a Walk of Fame essentially. And it's 
uh, Mr. Miracle and Big Barter there because they are getting their own. Like it shows Scott like putting his hands down on like a new one and Bart is there too. And they're mm-hmm. all waving and there's some dialogue that goes on between the two of them. And I always like it that when Mr. Miracle talks, it's always yellow and red and Barta, it's blue and red. So are blue and yellow. So you can kind of tell who's who through this without having to see them and know the conversation going on. Mm-hmm. And Scott kind of tells them like, or tells her like, you know, you could ask me, you know, and I would stay, I'd fight instead of that. That's all you got to say is stay. I go to war. I swear I do it. And she's just like, I can't Scott. Like I told you, I can't be that. I'm not your way out. Mm-hmm. You got to do this for yourself. So she's like, all I can do is be your wife. Come on, you know, tomorrow's your last day. What do you want to do? And that sets up the rest of the issue. But the visuals. She's very happy. Yeah. Okay. Well, she and has. I guess a, she's putting on that front She's for him. trying to put on that yeah. front from him. She has a moment okay. in this one too. Um, and what we, the bit of revisionist history we get is um, Stanley does have a star on the Walk of Fame. Jack, mm-hmm. Jack Kirby does not, obviously. Mm-hmm. But what it does here instead is it remembers it with Jack having one instead. And there's a nice little moment of like Mr. Miracle's hand yeah. in Kirby's. Yeah. And I like how Kirby's is bigger than his. Exactly. Just as by the, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But kind of like as like mm-hmm. a, yeah. a father and son kind of in yeah, a way. Yeah. yeah, of, yeah. 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 Um, but Creator. it has. It's yeah. almost like the exactly. Da Vinci the thing. Yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's what it's, I think it's meant for, which is really cool. Yeah. And it has his signature there that they took from something. And mm-hmm. the 1972, I'm pretty sure is when this issue would have come out then. So that's why the signature is 72. Now the quote underneath it, is a quote attributed to Jack Kirby from, I can't remember who told, and I'm sorry for giving credit this, but there's a story that an artist told at one point in time that he'd gone to a convention, you know, at one point in time that Kirby was at yeah. and he was showing him all of this work and he loved all the Kirby stuff, uh, Kirby stuff. And he really wanted to work in comics and like Kirby was looking at him and stuff. And he's like, dude, why do you want to do that? Like mm. go draw for this, go do that. And it's like, you don't want to do comics, kid. Comics yeah. will break your heart. Yeah. And that's the quote that's on there. Yeah. Does it say a hundred comics will break your heart? No, it just says kid. Oh, kid. Okay. Comics sorry. will break your heart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't doubt that. Yeah. Look so, at all the stuff that he was not allowed to do. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, that's a tough place to be, too, when you're an artist, but you're in a corporate environment like yeah. that, you know? Yeah, where you're trying to create yeah. new stuff and it's yeah. being, yeah. And you just kind of have no control. They just don't there. want it. They don't want your create, creativity or whatever. Um, And it's very fitting that it's like, this is the issue with a lot of Jack Kirby. So you would think if Jack shows up, yeah. who would yeah. show up a lot then too in this, yeah. it Stan. would be Funky Flashman. So it'd be Stan. Mm-hmm. The thing is, Funky here in this book is not like the Funky that we okay. met. Okay. Um. In a sense, he still he loves to use those big words. He loves to oversell things. Mm-hmm. Like we saw it a mm-hmm. little bit with how he introed. Yeah. He's still there, but you'll see a little bit later. Not in this issue. You see a little bit later. He's not as mm-hmm. uh, big of a buffoon and idiot as yeah. he was, you know, yeah. before. Yeah. Um, and it's used later on to attempt, I think, by the pair at least a little bit to mend or at least mm. to make it this relationship just a little bit yeah, more powerful. Yeah, sure. I get that. Yeah. So the two of them kind of get back in the uh, 
in the limo as they're leaving the theater and Funky's in there with them. And he's like, all right, that couldn't have gone better guys. Here's what our, our, he goes, Oh, things couldn't be better working now for new Genesis doing PR. He's telling them like, Hey, I'm doing PR. It's going great. Mm -hmm. The only thing that stinks though is, you know, you're Mr. Miracle. You're super popular, but you're about to die. That's going to be a big problem for us. Right? Mm -hmm. Like he's just kind of telling them this. And Scott and Bart are just like, oh my goodness, what's going on? Like we, you know, yeah. uh, he's like, all right, I got a, I got a problem, or I got a solution for this. Now here's what you got to do, right? Funky's gonna tell you. Just listen to old Funky. Uh, here's the angle you're gonna take: suicide. Oof. He's like, oh, you're on the record. You tried it once, so this, you know, yeah. you said that you tried to. So why not just lean into that, right? This is what you're gonna do. This time it's you putting it in your own hand. You're taking it out of everybody else's. Like that's what kind Good of Funky's Lord, doing, yeah. yeah. It, can you tell me why Scott has like a full face of facial hair now? Just showing the time passing. Okay. Yeah. All like right. he's okay. Well, here's the thing too. Um, I don't know about you, and I think it's yeah. part of it is obviously Scott not feeling like oh, yeah, himself and stuff yeah. too. Okay. Like it's slowly growing it's over been time. Growing. Yeah, I get it now. Okay. I think mentally. Well, the how, depression. Yeah. yeah how yeah. unkempt he is. Not exactly taking care of yourself. He's not yeah. worried about that. Yeah. Um, but, and so like, that's what Funky's doing. And the both of them are like, what are you like? This yeah, is sure. And he's like, see, that's your way out of it. Got it. And he's like, you know, we have another like kind of distortion uh -huh. over this whole yeah. talk too. Like, uh, we don't know what's real and what's not, but we show the two of them. They go back to their hotel room or mm -hmm. to their, um, condo and they decide, Hey, mm. it's, why not last day on earth? Yeah. Time for a little sexy time. Makes sense. Um, I will say there is this is a place to do it. There's a lot of uh, religious, uh, what do you call it? Mm -hmm. um, um, imagery, Icona yeah, imagery, iconification, iconography, yeah, yeah. Especially since, and it makes sense because Scott kind of there is a biblical, you know, God's mm -hmm. son kind mm -hmm. of aspect sure. to it. Sure, but even in the sexy time, I felt like there was just a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, his mask, obviously, nicely used yeah, to because you can't you can't show cartoon or comic nope, penis because nope, nope. people will lose their mind they did it for batman and batman damned did they yes so have you not heard this story they showed batman so so dc made a like a book it was called dc black label and it was supposed mm. to be more mature more mm. content stuff like that and there was just a scene of where it's like batman just like changing like mm. out of one to another mm. and it's just seen mm. over and they just drew like the shadow mm. of his yeah yeah and everybody lost their minds they had to recall it go back black it out mm. and send it out without the weird bat peen silhouette bat peen yeah anyway no no no, no i always no, love no, like no, no. uh barda has him barda has him tied up to the bed and yeah. he tells her i can always escape and she goes oh can you now and mm. it's just a nice little tease and then we yeah. get i love how that they did it's just obviously yeah. not like connected yeah. but it does a good job of showing it a lot and still of faces keeping that and eyes and you know what's going old on faces yeah. yeah you know what's going old, on old. and this you might be like man that is a lot of panels for this that is. it'll be important later okay uh we go and see that they've gone to the graveyard to see oberon mm -hmm. one last time mm -hmm. they take him flowers uh, and that's where we see the last name kurtzberg which was yeah. jack kirby's real last name yeah, yeah. um I love that they're trying to figure out they're going to, you know, where they're headed. They need to head. They live in California and they need to get on the 101 to head downtown and bar to ask her mother box because they use it like an Alexa, like, hey, how long? And she's like, 73 minutes. 
And she's like, oh my goodness, every hour is rush hour. Like, what is yeah, up with yeah, this? Sure. And then she goes, mother box, how long would it take for us just to boom there? And it's just like, you know, three seconds. But uh, here it goes. Earth to earth boom tube travel holds the possibility of shearing the fabric of space time, possibly critically wounding your current reality. And Bart is just like, 73 minutes? Eh, it might be worth it. Yeah, like, it's just yeah, the kind of... Yeah. Um, there's another really funny moment, a really dark kind of humor moment, but the two of them are driving to wherever they're headed, and Scott's kind of just like, hey, do we have a song? Mm. And Bart is like, we met in like the X pits, like they're like torture pits. What yeah. do you mean do we have a song? Yeah. We met to the sound or to the moans of the damned is what she says. <laughs> and Scott just goes like, oh, yeah. Hey, Motherbox, can you play Moans of the Damned? Like, like that's the song. And the Motherbox asks him to specify. And he goes, uh, the pits about 10 years back. And it starts playing. You just see, no, God help me. Why? Why? God, make it stop. Like, it's people just yeah, like begging. That's the soundtrack. And they're just laughing. There's like, ah, yeah. oh, the memories kind of. It's a soundtrack but for their road trip. It is. I love the fact, like, obviously it's done to extreme variance here. Yeah, sure. But it's just showing you, like it is with all of us, it's just two messed up people who, yeah. like, found a way yeah. to... Yeah, And it's the things that they bond over. Absolutely. Uh, and I think it's hilarious in that, the fact that they're loving... There's also one uh, that somebody pointed out when I was looking through and researching this where it says, yes, yes, yes. Either mm. somebody is really into it, mm -hmm. or uh, maybe that's Granny who's super excited. Could be. <laughs> Um, they go out to a diner and he has his favorite sandwich. They go and What's they look at a fountain. Uh, it is where it's a number Looks 19. Like a no, it's a, it, he has a cup of cabbage soup with it. Does it say the sandwich? It just says number 19. Oh, okay. He just says, this is the best, best sandwich in all the world. Best, best. Yeah, but he doesn't say what. Uh, but a cup of cabbage with it. They go to a fountain. <laughs> a cup of cabbage. Yeah, they go to a fountain. Uh, they go to like a carnival. Like they're just yeah. spending time together. They want a Wonder Woman. Yeah, I love there's this point where he is terrible. Oh, he's wearing a Flash t-shirt. Like it's all like, again, like it's the world exists, it, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and at this fair, there's all the, throwing all the, baseballs and yeah, all the stuffed all the, animals. All the plushies are, are yeah. all like the yeah. DC heroes and stuff. Um, and he keeps throwing and missing. And he tells her like, hey, I made you a promise on our honeymoon. I promised you I was going to win one of these. Like I'm going to do it. Um, and he's like, you're getting that prize. And he's like, for all the money. And he throws and misses it. And it shows him taking a picture and her holding it. Uh -huh. And he's like, see, a promise kept. And she goes. I'm not sure this counts. And he's like, what do you mean? We got the prize. And he, she goes, and I love this point. He goes, you were given the prize in exchange for calling the prize giver's girlfriend and saying, and I quote, this is Mr. Miracle and I can't escape noticing Hassan loves you. Oh Lord. <laughs> and he's like, a prize is a prize. Are these, uh, are the, those boxes, are they like, like facial recognition? A, yeah. For like when you're taking yeah. a picture, yeah. see, cause he goes okay. to adjust like okay. the screen and there's so it's like, like they're the, in a photo booth. Yeah. Like they're yeah. set or he's setting his phone up to take a picture. Yeah, gotcha. I love all the different ways that, uh, Mitch Jarrett draws the scenes in these. Mm -hmm. Cause it's just so, it's so great to see, but like you said, you pointed out, like it has that, like you're looking at through a phone screen kind of. Almost. Well, but the reason I'm asking is sometimes it recognizes his face. Sometimes it's both of them. Sometimes it's just part <laughs> it's of just, it. Yeah. But there's the one right here in the middle where it recognizes like four, Everything. Different, four yeah. different boxes. And I wonder if that is a message of some kind. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know what happens see, but, in this thing, but. There's that I to never me noticed seems that. like it would be a thing. I never noticed that, but there is yeah. something like that that could be. There's things okay. I've read this multiple times, yeah. and there's still things I'm like, oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, 
so they have this really nice, they're kind of, they leave the carnival and they're on this beach and they have this very existential, like super thoughtful, deep yeah, conversation sure. about, um, like in the Scott, notebook. Yeah, no, but I mean, like we're talking about like Descartes, we're talking about like, like he's having just this crisis about, sure. you know, sure. God, you know, if God exists, then he's the good. Like he's always the better choice. Like he's just going through trying to, without getting into all of this, cause it's a lot and it's all very heavy kind of, mm-hmm. um, it's him kind of like questioning his reality and trying mm-hmm. to figure out like, what do I do? And As like, well he should. like, do I exist? What is real? What is not real? Yeah. It's like this whole yeah. kind of just self, this existential moment that he's having I there. I think if you knew that that was your last day that you would naturally exactly. be that way. If you're not, then you're a psychopath, I would think. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's why you're being executed. I don't know. Yeah, so maybe. <laughs> but, you know, there's, it's, there's things without God, I don't exist. And if I exist, then God, like, he's just having this whole, like, just existence, just trying to figure things out and throwing, you know, uh, different, uh, I guess, philosophers and stuff in there too yeah, and he's trying sure. to figure it out. Sure. And then it shows the two of them going, they're stuck in traffic, uh, headed somewhere else. And that's Bar to ask him. <laughs> she goes, "You said you could escape anything. Escape this. Our last day on this planet, and we're stuck on the tin. Mm, like you know, come on." Yeah. Uh, they decide to go up to uh, Lookout Mountain. That's essentially where they're going, yeah. and they're just talking about maybe we should have taken this. Oh, maybe. And she's like, "Well, at least it's kind of pretty with all like the mm-hmm. lights here and mm-hmm. stuff." And she's tearing up a bit. You can sure. kind of see that. Sure. But Scott still just kind of has a sad forlorn face. Finally, he's getting to her. Yeah, and then they get there on top of the, and they're looking out amongst all the city lights. And Scott goes, "Okay, I admit, I thought it would be better." And you know, she's like, "You know, why'd you think?" He's like, "I thought there'd be more stars." And she's like, "Yeah, well, we still have the valley." And he's like, "No one finds the meaning of life in the valley." Mm. Like, what you know? Yeah. And he's like, "All right." We should probably go home, get some sleep. And she just kind of rolls her eyes and is like, all right. And that's now you can see very well done mm-hmm. where it's kind of finally hit Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're both. Yeah. They've reached the end here. We Here's what I also love too, because it's bookended by this. Mm-hmm. And it's two com- it's done two completely different ways. Because the first one, when they we have two, I guess, kind of sex scenes in this mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. And the first one is done more playful more adventurous this one's more deeper more emotional and you can tell because it's scott trying to comfort barda who is obviously breaking down and then they have a moment so it's completely different than before well and during that moment you also get uh another you do get a little bit of a static in reality we don't know what's going on what's there and then as they're there it shows him like they're asleep in bed scott Mm -hmm. can't sleep barda's out and we get a dark side is because obviously well you get a boom oh you get a boom one, as he's laying there waiting a dark side is because that it's hit him it's yeah. like that that it's coming so that's the boom tube yep and he gets up and he's standing there shirtless and it's funky and he's like okay here's the plan i got a camera crew downstairs before these young gentlemen escort you to your death you're going to go down there and you're going to tell them like hey this is what we're going to do don't worry it's all high father approved i got this and scott's like yeah I'm going to go get dressed. You know, he's just kind of defeated. And so he goes and it's him putting on his Mr. Miracle outfit. And he goes, all right, let's go. And he's like, all right, Mr. Miracle, you look like a miracle. And he's just going on. He's like, here's what we're going to do this time. You know, with the help of the great deity himself, Orion, the high father, you're going to be able to, you know, we're going to perform the world's greatest feat. And they're escorting him out. 
He goes, and then we just wait for applause. Is Funky still pushing the same agenda he had before? Sure. And about that time, you see a bolt of lightning go through one of the guards' head mm. as it like kills him. As we have Kirby's kind of narration over it. You know him. I know him. Everybody gets to know him. A funky Flashman. I'm saying this one, too. It's because it's from the uh, issue that we covered of yeah. Mr. Miracle. Yeah. That's why it's in there. The question is, do we need him? Question mark. Mm. And it shows them the cosmic club come across and smack the other security guard across the head. And she just blood Barda has bludgeoned him essentially mm-hmm. with that club. And again, I love how Mitch Jared's is really good at showing gore without having to show you all the gore. Like, you know, she did some work with it's just being the yeah. splatter there. Yeah, she just beat the hell out of him. And people. then she turns her attention to Funky and she's going towards him. And she smacks Funky clear across the face. And you can't tell me this isn't a little heavy-handed nod in front of the cover of Mr. Miracle number one. Oh, sure. So uh, anyway, just a little bit. Uh, (laughs) And she's standing there. Barda is naked, covered in blood now. And she just says one word to Scott, and that's stay. Mm. And it's just a big, badass moment. of We've talked about before of Barda coming to his rescue. Yeah. So – now the two of them have decided, all right, I guess we got to go talk to Orion about I'm not going to be executed. That's not how this is going to go. So oh. this is this is this issue, is issue six. six. This is where okay. we're going to close it. Right. Take us to the halfway okay. point. Okay. Um, <clears throat> they load the bodies of the two guards that they killed. Mm-hmm. Funky is still alive. Um, you can kind of see him locked up like he's in one of the traps back there, but yeah. he's still alive. Yeah. Uh, but the two guards that they did deal, they throw in the flamer, which is a machine that Scott has down there, and it just woof and yeah. incinerates them. Yeah. Uh, obviously, something from one of his previous tricks, I'm assuming. Um, and I love the way that they shoot this whole or this they are uh, put together this whole issue. Yeah. Because it is a very serious. Well, I'll 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 get into it when we're there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. The two of them get ready and they boom tube to New Genesis to go talk to Orion. Uh, we get a nice little, like, it makes me think of Star Wars, um, but not necessarily Star Wars exactly as much as like the family guy versions of Star Wars where they're making fun of it, of like two stormtroopers just sitting there having conversations. These two gods are like, oh, but I love them both. And one of them was like, oh, stop it. Come on. Like, you know, waiting for them to get there to be executed. Yeah. And they show up. And they're like, Mr. Miracle? Like, is that you? And when the two of them arrive, you would think that, all right, they're getting ready for whatever this fight is. We just see speech bubbles of, look at the kitchen. We don't need that much kitchen. And the two of them are like, all right, you guys halt. And then another one's like, I know we said we would cook, but we don't. Like, the two of them are having a conversation (laughs) about the kitchen. And as soon as, like, it appears, you see those little discs that Scott flies on sometimes just decapitate Mm -hmm. both of them. Mm -hmm guards there and it's a conversation between the two of them of barda and scott about their apartment and she's like we're not taking uh we're not going to take uh, classes at souffles on night i can barely do an omelet and scott's yeah. like but i like your omelets yeah. like they're having all these just regular conversations yeah. just as they're going yeah. through and eliminating people we, yeah you know and she tells them like oh we have a counter that has all that stuff if we didn't have a counter we wouldn't have that stuff for it like mm-hmm. and scott's like well where am i going to put my magazines like they're just having these real yeah, conversations sure, sure. as they're breaking through because it's like them cutting through this giant wall to get through you can see it slowly crack through yeah. before they appear on it and he's like i like my magazines 
And the whole thing is them escaping through all these security measures that New Genesis has yeah. while they're just having just a plain-ass conversation well, it's like about a, all these. Yeah. yeah, it's like a Mission Impossible thing with all the lasers and all the stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, she's just like, I love right. the colors, too. Oh, it's so great that the way they do it. I also love, and we haven't talked about the colors much, too, but when he's sad and forlorn, mm -hmm. they do a really good job of, like, the muted blues yeah. and just there's a very yeah. sad. Yeah. And when it's happy and vibrant, it's a good job of being, like, bright yeah. and flashing. Yeah. So it balances that really well. And I love that as they're going through all this, there keeps being these, like, warning, you are not allowed here. Warning, lasers will obliterate you now. And then, like, mm -hmm. we see it happen but, like, they swung a guard in the way of it so it, you know, electrocutes the guard. It's things like that while they're still talking back and forth about it. Yeah. And Bart is telling him, like, we just – we have too much stuff. And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, I don't know. Sometimes growing up in the X-Pits, I didn't have anything. And now that I can't have stuff, I have stuff just to have stuff. Like, yeah. I don't – you know. Sure. They're just having all these, sure. you know, real yeah. kind of conversations. Um, and he's, like, kind of like, okay, fine, whatever. Or she, she's go, or I'm sorry, Scott's like – but there's meaning behind this stuff. And he's like, sh or she asked him about all of Oberon's cigar boxes he's kept. And he's like, well, I, I mean, but he liked those. And she's yeah. like, there's naked ladies on all of them. We can't keep them. Like, you know, yeah, sure. just these weird kind of funny conversations the two of them Yeah, it's had. just regular everyday stuff. As they're crawling yeah. through like uh, vents mm -hmm. and they're having to escape from tide dragons. Ooh. And uh, those are beautiful. Those those panels. Oh, the coloring of it. Oh my yeah, gosh, they're underwater. Yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. See, and I love how even they keep it's a full page, yeah. but they keep the nine. Yeah. And in an aspect like that, it does very well of still feeling like mm -hmm. a like a cell Feel, kind of like big. a prison. Yeah. yeah, but it's still well. That's I, true. Yeah, like it. He feels trapped and claustrophobic, but it yeah. still is able to give you a big full picture. And I just kind of love that. And the coloring mm -hmm. is gorgeous. Uh, I do find a nice little uh, – we talked about in the story how this is the fourth world is what they refer to it as. Mm. And the two guards are talking and one of them is like, so if we're the fourth world, what were the first three? And the other guy's like, it doesn't work like that. And he's like, well, if there was a fourth, then there's a first world, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's like, what? Do you not know anything about theology? Like the two of them are just having this conversation there. And you see like the color change behind the little yeah. water while they're yeah. there and they hear it crack and they both kind of turn around and go, huh? And the water just floods through. Well, color changes to like a pink or a red. Yeah. Yeah. From the water. Because it's, it's blood at this point. And it kind of comes through. And you just hear, uh, and it's Barda and Scott kind of fall through after. And Barda's like, so if we get rid of the stuff and put other stuff there, we don't need the closets then. Yeah. Like they're still just going yeah. on about yeah. this. And the other two are just kind of like confused guards just looking at them. And Scott's like, or she's like, I wasn't. My closet's not to need. And she's like, I know, but you were the one complaining. He's like, I'm not complaining. Like, they're just having this real conversation. And they just finally take out the guards that are there. Then Barda's like, and then what we can do is we can bring in the living room and turn that to another bedroom. And Scott's like, why do we need another bedroom? Like, my goodness, we already have an inflatable mattress for when we have company. <laughs> like, who's going to stay in this? Like, it's them battling all through this. Yeah. And they're just having more and more. And this is just a daily married couple exactly. conversation. She yeah. goes, you can handle a smaller living room. Cause he's like, where yeah. are we going to sit? And she's yeah. like, we have too much space now. And she's like, yeah, okay. I'm not in a box, but like, I see what you're, and he's just like trying to justify why he needs this. And she's just like, come on, Scott, like warnings are, 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 are where is this at? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't not like having space, so I learned to have space. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, then the two of them are sitting there going back and forth. 
I'm trying to remember what all of this is with all these conversations. Uh, why? Oh, why aren't you affected by it? Uh, why don't you? It haunts me. This is, I'm sorry. I got to remember in between this, they do have some development for Scott. Um, oh, stuff that happens to you when you're a kid, all that bad stuff. It's a warning. Rejecting it or not wanting it or whatever. It's not the same as being captured by it. It's not right. Like I did not like having space. He's talking about now when she's like, why are you so worried about us closing in? Yeah. He's like, I like my space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, so I learned to like having space. Yeah. Like, you know, that's kind of all I need. And she's like, warnings are just uh, people telling you what to do. You make your own life. And he's like, do you? Like, he's just kind of having this thought, like, do you make your own life out of this? He's questioning a lot of this. He's like, why aren't you affected by it? Why don't you, like, this this stuff haunts me. Like, it bothers me more than it does you, apparently, our childhood, it seems like. And she's like, what did Granny say every time? Every horror? How did she, uh, what did she say, Scott? I love you. She said she loved me. And she goes, and you believed her? And Scott's like, well, my father who is God had just given me away to the devil. What did I know about believing? Mm -hmm. And she says, you did. You thought it was all love because you are because of your father, who is God, because he showed you to expect love. And I was in the pit and there was no God or father. I didn't expect anything. Granny's words were more noises among the screams. You don't believe noises. And it has that moment of where Scott's just kind of like a, Oh damn, is he? Cause they're having like, they've been having this conversation the whole time of like making all these things. And this is, they're going over this pit where he's having to like tightrope walk. And it does such a good job of showing like the change in tone of where it's silence then for a good while of him trying to process. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, I guess she kind of has a point on some of that. She does have a point. And he just brings it back up and he's like, so half a living room. And she's like, it'll work. Um, they're having to deal with like a room kind of collapsing on them. It's all these just oh, different wow. traps that you that. would think. That's so cool. And I love the way he draws it because it gets get smaller, and smaller, and smaller and smaller, smaller yeah. by more allowing yeah. a little bit more white into the panel yeah. each time until the last panel is completely white. That's super cool. The art for this series is amazing. Like I can't stress enough just how much I love Mitch Jared's arts in the. Or, yeah. uh, it just shows so much movement and intention. I bought. You know, I have. I think it's. It's, it's not Vision. I think it's Rorschach. I could be off. It's either Rorschach or it is Vision. Um, it's the one that the two of them worked on together. And the only sole reason I bought it without even knowing about it was because it was the two of them working together. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think it just works so well on this. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they're talking about, all right, all right. She goes, all right, the blow-up mattress is fine, but I want a bedroom off the living room. And he's just like, there, well, what about our bedroom? And she's like, yeah, that would still be our bedroom. And he's like, all right, then who's living off the living room? Like, who's in the new room? And she goes, next to the bathroom. And that's they're finally to light rate. They've made it through all the traps, and they're finally at the end. I think you know where this is headed. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, it'll be nice. And he's like, "Who? what? Who's in this other bedroom? Like, he just can't. Yeah. She's like, I promise. And they have this moment of where they're fighting light ray, and light ray kind of bests both of them through uh-huh. there, and it knocks them both back. And Scott's at Barda's feet, and he looks up at her. And she goes, Scott, so I'm pregnant. Yeah. Like to let him know. And that's then right as he's about to shoot her again and she picks her wand up and kind to deflect it. And the two of them go, and obviously in typical form, I love this because this is them to me, is Barda lunges at Light Ray, knocks him out. And instead of Scott trying to go in and make sure he's fine, 
he just comes up and just wraps his arms around her, just hugs her so big. And she just goes, and I love this too. She, he just goes, I love you. And she goes, I, I believe you, Scott free. Like, it's just kind of a nice mm. little, but so he's excited, obviously. Yeah. He's just find out he's become a dad and they get to, sorry, I have to pick it up. No, I get I, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so, hiding things from me. So they get to right outside Orion's wall. It's like my first two marriages. <laughs> and he's telling them, what do I do? And, uh, and it, the warning there is like, you are not allowed in here. Orion will now kill you. Yeah. And she goes, he's your brother. Talk to him. And he's like, he's not my brother. And he doesn't talk. And she's like, all you can do is try. Like, the, If he doesn't, that's what he's like. And if you try sincerely and he still won't talk, you know. It says she tells him to like cut his effing head off. Yeah. Like if yeah. you try and you yeah. don't and he yeah. doesn't, yeah, do sure. what you gotta do. Sure. And he's like, Hey, I'll get rid of the cigar boxes when we get back. Like he's just mm. kind of like he's just happy. He's got this huge air to grin, and she's just like kind of sounds good. For the first time. For the in first this time this series. whole series. Yeah. It's a moment between both of them. And also, like, I know we mentioned her eye color, mm-hmm. and you can tell it's brown there, it's blue there. Mm-hmm. It changes back and forth. Mm-hmm. In the comics originally, it's blue. So it's meant to, I don't know if it's meant to symbolize that brown Barda is because she kind of acts a little more in tune with her emotions and she cares a little bit more for Scott. Where blue eyed Barda is more of the comic book Barda that's the big, tough, action, like, hero acts more. Kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Like she's the one that's always there for him. <clears throat> and we see blue eyed, blue eyed Barda. It's just kind of funny mm-hmm. to say. And she just sounds good. It's both of them sharing a very happy moment. Yeah. And Scott goes into Orion, to Orion's chamber. And I'll show you here in a second after I just tell you what happens. Because the stark difference between one page mm-hmm. to the next page is done so awesomely. And we see that there's something wrong with Orion. Somebody has got to him. Orion's dead. Mm. And like Scott, the color change He's immediately. He's not just dead. I he mean, is, he is destroyed. But the, we talked about colors, how bright and vibrant to just boom right to the yeah. next of something's wrong. Well, it's it's, it's very red, pink, and the all static of that stuff, and lots of static, that. yeah. So, yeah. and he's there, and he's just like, oh, no, what's happened? What, you know, what do I, he's questioning. He doesn't know what to do. Yeah. He came here, you but know. But he, he also says, what did you do? Because he, oh, because he sits there. He's like, no, no, Orion. Oh, Orion, what oh, what did you do? Okay. Like to Orion, okay. like what right, did you right. do? I thought maybe he knew who it was. And then we just see a panel of Dark Side finally, and it says oh. Dark Side does not do. Dark Side is. Because it's Dark Side there. Yeah. So Scott has come in to see Darkseid has killed Orion. Hmm. And then he boom Darkseid booms out of there. And we get the Kirby alliteration again. What kind of world is it that spawns the gods of evil and the lesser beings with the horrible hangups as it kind of, you know, calls through the apocalypse trap? And Mr. Miracle can't believe it as he pulls his face up and he's rattled mm-hmm. and like Bart is there and she comes in to check on him. She's like, Scott, like Scott, she I was, what man. happened? And he goes, I saw it, Barta. I wasn't looking, but there it was. I saw the face of God. And that's how it ends. Talking about wow. dark side there as he is now in one issue. Scott has become a father twice, not only in becoming uh, an actual dad, but he is now high father and the ruler of new Genesis he is the only the uh, force to oppose Darkseid, wow. and it has rattled him there to close it out. So there we go. That takes us to the halfway point of so Mr. Miracle. So deep. It, it is. really is. It I is. mean, that's a um, weighty comic. It is. Um, 
I knew that's kind of part of the reason I wanted to do everything else with it, uh, just because mm-hmm. I don't know. No, and now I see your plan. Yeah, I mean, I can. I can like, see I just want. I just yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. to at least set up a little bit so we kind of knew where yeah. we were going, so it wasn't no, it's completely great. off. Yeah, it's um, but that you know, this and, would make a good podcast. It would make a good podcast, <laughs> and that's why we're doing it. And I figured, yeah. obviously, instead of just having like one, because I could go on and on about this, yeah. breaking it up like this. I think I talked about forty-five minutes, maybe a little longer about it, but it's just easier to break down an issue. So oh, gotcha. things get a, a, a very serious. Um, oh, I'm sure. Not only is Scott becoming a dad, but he's uh, also got to lead a planet against uh, the devil, essentially. So wow. yep. the devil who can just poof in and out, who can boom tube in and out. Oh, I just love that. Where I'd love the dark side does not do dark side is, is yeah. and it just booms yeah. away. Well, since you played that clip last time it really does kind of impact oh this guy's a feeling he's a thing he's he's, he's not a he's not a person he's not a mm-hmm. an individual he's almost like legion you yeah, know that exactly. kind of thing and yeah. the way he can just leech on and you know latch yeah. onto you and stuff yeah. like that is yeah yeah so there you go that we are now at the halfway point uh it gives Mr. me a lot Miracle. more that gives me a lot more um Appreciation for Darkseid? Uh, appreciation, interest, um, all of those things. Yeah. You know, I had seen Darkseid before, but I never really gave well, a crap. And, and, and I'm the and same this, way. this is... And th- exactly. Um, this really fleshes out all three of these characters very well. A lot. It has... And I know that other people have, and I know that I could go back and read them like more in depth, but I've read... And we haven't talked about this much. For mm. Christmas, I got... I'd, I'd been asking for it for a while, but I got the complete... Super nerdy. The complete fourth world collection from Kirby. And so it collects all of uh, Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, Mm -hmm. all of the forever people, all of the new gods, and all of Mr. Miracle. So it's like, you know, 70-something issues and four different books there. Yeah, that's cool. I've read through Kirby's Mr. Miracle, who is not all of it, but I've read a good amount, Mm -hmm. who is very much like a Kirby superhero when he fits. yeah. In the 80s and at other times, like we covered him some in that action comic with Big Barda, both of them. Right. Where they were both jokey characters. Right, like right, they were right. just used just right. to, hey, this will be a funny story about how Superman's going to shoot a porno. Mm-hmm. Like they were just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, used for that. You, you're right. This uh, made me not only love uh, the character of Mr. Miracle and be able to relate to him so much more, but all the other characters in here and that appreciation for Darkseid where I knew like, oh, Darkseid's a Superman bad guy. That's all I know about him. He's a really evil dude. Where this makes me feel be like, oh, I get how Dark Side's evil as hell. Like I get the how he could be, and it made me appreciate him a lot more. So yeah, um, all the talent in the world, um, it, it took an enormous amount of talent to bring somebody like Funky Flashman in and make him an actual part of this serious thing that's going and that's, on it just made him a jester you know yeah. that kind of thing yeah. yeah and it's it's using him still yeah. and again he'll come back like he's gonna be away i don't think we'll get back to him until maybe issue 10 um but i'll kind of tease a bit because it's not necessarily directly impacting the storyline mm-hmm. as more as it's like i think the two of them trying to again reconcile something but they use Funky because obviously Bart and Scott have to go and deal with stuff on New po- or, uh, New Genesis right. as he's, you know, uh, God, essentially. Um, and they need somebody to watch after little Jacob. They named their son Jacob. Well, he's kind of Jack. He, he, I, I'm, I, I don't know anything about the rest of what happens here, but I'm assuming he's kind of the new Oberon that is kind of his 
babysitter kind of, or that's, whatever. That's what he is. Yeah. So they end up naming where the next issue is Barda giving birth and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's not going to, but they name their son Jacob, which is another tribute to Jack Kirby, whose name was Jacob Kurtzberg. Oh, okay. So that's why it's there. Okay. Um, and so they do have Funky. Yeah, while they're gone, he's the babysitter. So it's Stan yeah. and Jack together yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of used to do things, you know, later. That's cool. Um, but yeah, so I can't wait to get to the rest of it. We just got two more issues on this. So do you feel like this thing is like the great unifier where it brought those two sides together? Or so, so it, it, let me let me put this in the sports world. Yeah. Okay. So um what just happened is Jimmy Johnson was just put in the ring of honor for the Cowboys, right? Because Jerry Jones finally agreed to it. They were in the same place. They were talking. They were friendly, all that stuff. But without Troy Aikman, that never would have happened, yeah. right? He was the the guiding force behind that. I kind of see these guys as the guiding force behind well, getting these two, uh, not not physically together, but getting these two worlds kind of yeah, combined and, and, finally. And, and, and that's the thing because, unfortunately – um, Kirby passed away in the right. early nineties, right? Ninety four, right? Um, so this is twenty seventeen. So we're talking about you nearly know, like twenty years sure. later. And I think sure. Stan passed away not too long after this either. Yeah, it wasn't right? too much. After um, that. but I think it's. I, I think you're right. I think it's kind of, if anything, it is the way I view it is it's Tom and Mitch and everybody who worked <laughs> on the book, whoever idea it was to do it. Yeah, the way I view it as it's them trying to be like, hey, it's okay. Like we can appreciate. I don't know. It's it's giving Kirby the credit he deserved from the person that he, I think, wanted it from the most. November 2018 is when Stan passed. Okay. So yeah. it was about a year. This yeah. went from 2017 into 2018. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, actually, because it happened well, in issue 10. I don't know if Stan, Stan even saw the issue that they had with him in there. And I don't know if this is deep enough or this is even applies here necessarily. But the the, the word on here is miracle also. Yeah. So, I mean, that that does play both sides. That is true. You know, you know what? Here, I'll, I'll show a bit. And we're going to cover it again when I get there. And I'll probably uh, tear up like a baby when I get there, too. <laughs> it gets me every time. But... It's when Funky great dark side picture. There's some great stuff in there, but like Funky is the babysitter, like we talked about. Mm -hmm. And there's a part here where they come back, and I think they're setting up for his. It it time jumps some throughout the series, and they're setting up for a birthday party, and it's for his son's birthday party. Okay, and he's telling him like, "Hey, every he he goes." He's just trying to like look for advice from Funky. And again, we'll cover it when we get back to it again. I'm going to do it without giving away any spoilers. But it just talks about the Jack Kirby kind of Stan Lee stuff there. And he's like, uh, he's looking for advice. And he's telling like, I'm a god. I'm I'm supposed to know how to do things. I don't know how to do anything. And Funky tells him, boss, ever tell you the story about that one god, the star-eating god? Which is obviously kind of a reference to... Uh, Galactus mm-hmm. in the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, no. And he's like, all right. In a DC comic. In a DC comic. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, there's this star eating god, and he has this helper, a dog who was sent before him to kind of help him find stars. <laughs> right. And he's like, the golden retriever. The mm. golden retriever is a implement for the silver surfer. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, what? Where is this from, Funky? Like, where are you making this up? And he goes, he's like, me and Jacob came up with it together. Mm. Oh, that is kind of cool. It is. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I'm gonna try yeah, to. Yeah, and he's it, like, he's like, we have story time every day, making up stories. Yeah. Smart kid. Yeah. And he's like, great imagination. Yeah. 
Sorry. Yeah, no, you're good, man. And he goes, Funky. He's like, he can say like, where's Ellie? He's like, he can say like six words. Like he's yeah. a year old. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really trying to. You're okay, to. yeah. And he goes, they even do the whole thing where like, you know, Stan would give nicknames to like Sturdy mm-hmm. Steve. Mm-hmm. He tells him, he's like, genius Jake doesn't have to talk. Funky oh, wow. talks plenty. Oh, that's cool. He provides all the imagination. I just do the words. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah. so it's a nice little. Yeah, that is that is like the the miracle that everybody was looking yeah, for. Exactly. You know, and that's what I was that's what I was getting to with the word miracle. I mean, I, it just that is how they tie it all together. Yeah. Huh. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good, man. It's, um, it's it's great that it, it that it well, no, tackles you so bad. It does. Like that. I mean, it's, I don't know. I might be uh, no that's... trauma. Um, no, I might be trauma dumping in a way, or at least bonding <laughs> with this on some of it. I got you. Sure. There's a lot of stuff in my life, sure, uh, in general that I relate to this. Yeah, not just. Yeah. I'm not talking about just like Jack and Stan, but the whole yeah. Mister Miracle comic no, I get in general. It. I get it, and that's why it's so big. But yes, like that I, part. I, I I didn't ask, but I assumed. Yeah, no. you know. Yeah. Um, and like, as much as you love this, there has to be a serious exactly. tie here, you know. But that's the way that they did the reconciliation. Like yeah. they talk about it a little bit more. It's really and I good. Just, it is. It just just really hits home the right way. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we'll get to it a bit more. Oh, it's just so thoughtful. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. It's just so thoughtful. Yeah. It could have been an easy like one-off kind of thing or whatever, but this is just no. very very thoughtful. Yeah. And I think it just kind of it it just gives the relationship that. Even if it's not, and it's weird because I don't even know if it's what the two of them want. Yeah, sure. It does feel like it's fan service in a way of like. It does. I think the people who love and respect both of them. I think this is more artist service, right? I think this is more service to the people in the industry than anything else because it's like, you know, as a kid in 2017, you don't know. Oh, yeah, for sure. So this is more like let's 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 bring these two worlds together. And kind of end this this debate. Exactly. You know, this no, lifelong exactly. debate kind of I thing. like that of where it's like, yeah. yeah. Um uh another thing. That's cool. Yeah. So I don't I didn't haven't looked at all these. I think these are just like fan drawings of stuff. Yeah, I like the old marker things back there. That's kinda cool. Oh, too. it's cover sketches. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's one. They made Tom King. I bet you that's what this is. So Tom King cannot do covers. Mm. But as a joke before for April Fool's Day and stuff for DC, like he's done a Batman cover and he's like, this is Batman. Sorry. And like they'll print it as the cover. I yeah. wonder if these are some of just because yeah, he's the writer. Like, yeah. like, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. But still. And then some of, and some of these are just like, you know, different. I love uh-huh. the veggie tray one. Uh-huh. Anyway, there's just so much great stuff. But yeah. yeah. Um, oh, the thing is that we talked about that I've learned a lot in and I just when it comes to creating comic books of how the relationship works between like artist and writer and how you essentially you know the marvel method was just stan essentially telling them hey do this thing do this thing and then they would flesh it out and do it a lot of times now you'll get like full script Mm. where they'll send to them Mm. so the artist knows and sometimes some people like apparently to work with that way of just like hey here's what i'm thinking and it gives the artist a little bit of freedom but there's a lot more communication there now than there Mm -hmm. used to be well, it gives them a peek into the future, too, because a lot of these guys, you couldn't have done something like this in the past because there was no looking forward to the future part. Exactly. You know, because you didn't know. Exactly. You know, you were only given what was happening in that one book. Yep. All right. All right. There we fun. go. Yeah. Good job. I probably talked way longer than we needed to, but don't uh, worry. We're sorry. not done talking about don't it. We still got two it. more parts on this. All right. As always, we appreciate you guys taking the time out to listen. Make sure to check out the other 
uh, Rogue Media Network family of podcasts. Great stuff out there. RogueMediaNetwork.com. And until next time, stay safe, everybody. Golly con. Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen. Frozen. Heroes. Gonna tell you about This has been a Rogue Media Network production.